Welcome to the Canola Watch podcast. My name is Jay Wetter. Our topic for this fertilizer podcast is in-season top-up application of nitrogen or sulfur. In-season applications of liquid or dry fertilizer onto the soil surface during the growing season can rescue situations where nitrogen and sulfur deficiencies are keeping a lid on yield potential. With me to talk about the why and how of top dress fertilizer are... Hello, I'm Warren Ward, an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. Hello, I'm Tom Jensen. I'm a soil scientist and agronomist. Uh, I do private consulting now, and I do some instruction at both the University of Lethbridge and Olds College. Hi there, it's uh, Lyle Cowell. I am a manager of agronomy services with Nutrient Ag Solutions up in Northeast Saskatchewan. Warren leads off explaining situations where a top dress can make sense. Well, when we think about top dressing, we want to keep in mind what's our end goal, and that's to improve or, or increase our yield at the end of the day. So I like to back that up a step, first of all, and say, what was your yield target to begin with? Did you soil sample? And what was your fertilizer rates that you applied? So if you had picked a, a modest, uh, uh, you know, easily achievable yield target, thinking that maybe conditions were not great this spring, and now that we have in many areas seen some, uh, you know, the crop is off to a good start, now we've had some rain, uh, maybe that yield potential or the yield goal that you set could be a little bit higher. And that's, that's where we want to come in and, and do that assessment and say, okay, well, I've applied X, X number of pounds of nitrogen, and I know if I want to achieve a 52 bushel maker crop, I'm going to need Y pounds of nitrogen. So I'm, I've got a, a gap there that I'm going to need to address somehow, and top dressing can be a way to do that. Now, one caution with that as well is that it's not a guarantee that as soon as we apply that nitrogen that we're going to automatically hit that new yield target that we're going to pick. So we do want to be ambitious with that, but we also got to keep in mind that, uh, you know, conditions are good right now, but we've still got a lot of growing season to go through. So we want to, um, I think, set ourselves up with some realistic targets along the way to, to get that new yield target. Lyle Cowell explains the challenges with top dressing in his territory of northeast Saskatchewan. We run into a problem in in our short season crops with top dressing in that they are short season crops. Most of our nutrients realistically need to be not just on the field but in the crop uh, within the first, I don't know, depends on the the range of 30 days after, after emergence. So we often really don't have a lot of leeway on timing to top dress our, our crops and to use those nutrients efficiently. Now, that's not saying there isn't cases, as, as Warren said, that uh, you may run into, develop conditions that are much more favorable for higher yields after, shortly after the, the crop is planted. And, and then you can, uh, in, in some in some fields, some locations, some geographies, you can address that by top dressing. I would say this is more of a case in the southern prairies uh, where you know, it, the yield is going to be a little bit more dependent on just how much rainfall you get in that first few weeks after, after uh, emergence of the crop. Tom Jensen speaks for the southern and southwest prairies situation. You, you get situations where it's normally drier. Let's say, you know, southeast Alberta, southwest Saskatchewan, it's normally drier there. And 
The farmers don't expect as high as yields because of the water limitation usually. They will fertilize conservatively. And then all of a sudden we get better than normal growing conditions. We get more moisture, especially after emergence, just as Lyle said. And then they go, gee, I, things are looking good here. I didn't put that much nitrogen down. Um, there's potential to increase my yield. And um, of course, we never know if the rains are gonna keep coming, but, but uh, once in a lot of areas, now in uh, Southern Alberta, Southern Saskatchewan, we've had some really good rains that have really soaked in. The yield potential has definitely gone up. And um, farmers should consider some top dressing in some areas. Um, the irrigation people are sort of used to that. They'll, they put down lots, they add irrigation water normally as they need it. And they'll monitor crops, take tissue samples, and sometimes they'll fertigate on extra nitrogen if, if things are looking better than normal for crop yield. So uh, there's a lot of potential on, on the nitrogen side. Uh, top dressing other nutrients, phosphorus tends not to be as efficiently top dressed, uh, nor, nor potassium. But if you have a severe deficiency, you can get some uptake with foliar applications. Uh, it's not done very often. And uh, the, the other one is if we have patches of severe sulfur deficiency, top dressing can work really good. You top dress ammonium sulfate, maybe uh, 15, 20 pounds of actual sulfur, get some nice rain on top of that. You can often rescue a sulfur deficiency. Let's focus on nitrogen for a bit, Tom, and I'll stick with you. Looking at the, the four R's, um, what would be a, a four R approach to top dressing in terms of nitrogen rate, uh, best product to use, placement, and then timing for top dressing. Can you walk through the four R's for us? Sure. If we, you know, if we do the four R's, you know, the right source, the right rate, right time, right place. But when you're top dressing, your place is already decided. You're, you're going to top dress. Uh, although you can surface band or surface stream on a liquid nitrogen can work quite well. So you would use a, like a 2800 urea ammonium nitrate solution. A lot of farmers use that as, as their choice of a top dress product. It's already one quarter nitrate nitrogen, hard to lose from the soil, it'll, it'll move in quickly. Um, it's roughly half urea and then a quarter ammonium. And uh, we can get some losses, volatile losses from the urea if, if we don't get timely rain after we top dress. So if we use straight urea and we don't get rain, uh, we could have some um, free ammonia losses from the application. So, you know, if you're gonna top dress and you're not sure about how soon the rain's gonna come, uh, you know, I would lean towards using liquid 2800 urea ammonium nitrate solution rather than granular urea. It's not readily available in all parts of our, our in Western Canada or growing areas. But if you have access to it, it's a good top dress nitrogen. 
Urea would be my second choice. Um, and as far as the rate, uh, you have to, I think, uh, like Warren said, you have to assess what was the soil test, what did we put on, we got a better yield coming. There's no sense going crazy on the nitrogen rate. I, I think in most cases, we would probably not put on more than 30 pounds of nitrogen per acre as a top dress. For our application of nitrogen for canola, generally means that you're banding your nitrogen fertilizer at an appropriate rate. Uh, top dressing is not the, the first step in the for our management of nitrogen, but it can be used. Um, Tom made an important point in that uh, the stream the nitrogen on using using uh, UAN and we think of top we we should use the word top dressing rather than foliar application because good research in Western Canada says that most of the nitrogen must be taken up by the root system so uh, put away those herbicide nozzles and buy some fertilizer stream nozzles when you're top dressing because your target is the soil surface in a band not the leaves of the crop uh, so that, that's to me that's the first step uh, UAN would be the most appropriate product to use in this case and uh, streaming it uh, to not damage the leaves and, uh, and targeting the, the the root system for for rapid uptake is that would be the next step in my in my uh, thoughts as far as for our management top dressing nitrogen. Warren timing, what's the important time for nitrogen? Right, so we have a, a window of application to get that nitrogen on after the crop has emerged. Um, so we can do that anytime after seeding. Uh, up until about that five, six leaf stage. And so as Lyle mentioned, we've got to get that nitrogen into the soil so that the roots can take it up. And we know that after that six leaf stage is really when the peak uptake phase for nitrogen occurs within the canola plant. Uh, Lyle, just on the the losses um, and the, or the potential for losses if you don't get a timely rain, would some sort of stabilizer like Agritain be recommended? Yeah, it can be, and it can certainly help. It'll, and remembering that it is going to stabilize or reduce the losses of the urea portion. So if, if we're looking at 2800 UAN, it's going to stabilize the urea portion of the UAN. So not all of it. We're not putting it in there for the nitrate or ammonium portion of that nitrogen, but rather for the urea portion of that nitrogen. It's, it's a helpful uh, product to add. Um, especially if you are not confident that there is rain in the nearby forecast. Uh, if you can top press and you're going to get a significant rain of, say, at least maybe five or ten millimeters to move that nitrogen into the root system, uh, um, then adding a stabilizer will help. Tom, we're going to come back to you. Uh, so you think it could be nitrogen that might help a canola crop. But what, if, what about if, if another nutrient is actually the more limiting factor? Does that nitrogen actually help at all? Often it won't hurt unless it's a sulfur deficiency. Because if, if the crop is not growing well because of a sulfur deficiency and you add more nitrogen, you actually can cause more problems. Because the, there's an imbalance in the plant. Too much nitrogen, not enough sulfur. 
And uh, so again, we'll go back to what light, you know, it depends where you see the lighter yellow color on the plant. If it's on the older leaves, there's probably a good chance it's nitrogen. If it's on the younger leaves, it's sulfur. And don't top dress with nitrogen to make that sulfur deficiency worse. Yeah, I think that's a very, very good point to make. And also, you know, if, uh, if phosphorus might be your limiting nutrient as well, you can still add nitrogen, but you, you're probably not going to see the, the full bang for your buck from that application. So, you know, I think really understanding if there is a deficiency before you do that top dress application is, is quite important. We move on to a conversation about the right tool for the job. Lyle, you mentioned the sprayer. Is that is that just the, the handiest, most logical tool to use for for top dressing? Uh, or is there, can, can a farmer rent something that might be better? It's, it's become a handy tool because so many farmers have uh, field sprayers now that can that can handle the volume and, and the application of, li- li- of liquid fertilizer. Um, uh, there's there's options and and we are just talking about nitrogen but if we're we can also broadcast uh sulfur either through liquid or through dry product um the option is sir there's a person can certainly have custom application or apply your apply your own nitrogen or sulfur top dressing as a dry product and and it will have to be broadcast but um it can still be reasonably efficient again if you can apply dry product and have a, a rain in the short-term forecast, broadcasting dry fertilizer can be reasonably efficient. And this is where probably adding, a, if, especially if you're broadcasting urea, adding, adding something like an agrotain is going to be even more valuable to protect the loss of nitrogen from the, from the urea. Anyone have a last thought on top dressing? I would I would just say it's a it's a great option. It's one that uh, does have a time window of application, so people need to be aware of that. And uh, there, you know, there's uh, opportunity for success with it and opportunity for failure with it. So uh, I think the more understanding people have of that before they do a top dress application, probably the better luck they're going to have with it as well. Just one comment. I, I saw a real disaster once because on the rate side, and this was there was a mild sulfur deficiency and it wasn't canola it was on a certain on a winter wheat crop and the retail advisor said oh we usually we can do 10 pounds of broadcast or spray foliar application of nitrogen we'll do 10 pounds of sulfur and the the 10 pounds of the ammonium thiosulfate or liquid sulfur fertilizer it it almost worked as good as uh, spraying the crop with liberty to a non-liberty tolerant crop. It, it just desiccated the leaves. And so if you're gonna top dress with nitrogen, we're usually looking at you know 20, 30 pounds of application. With sulfur, you're you're down uh, a lot lower, maybe two to five pounds maximum. Any I, I should ask Lyle and Warren that liquid sulfur foliar applications, what rates would you recommend? Well, I, I always encourage people to, be, again, put the herbicide nozzles away. It gets that you can buy streamer nozzles yeah. and av- completely avoid the, the issues. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, any top dressing of nutrients, um, 
of macronutrients should be done with the with the stream nozzle. Uh, yes. To 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 ensure that we don't burn the leaves. And even with the with the streamer nozzles, we still would expect to see some some leaf burn anytime one of those streams does hit uh, hit one of the plants. But uh, the constant or the the amount of leaves that are hit are, are just so much lower. One other thing that I, that I was thinking that I, I think that we we continually underestimate the value of the nutrients in organic matter, and that's fresh organic matter from crop residue and the organic matter that's been part of our soil for. For centuries, um, we we don't measure it well enough and, and often enough, and appreciate the the cycling of nutrients in our inorganic matter. No, that that's a good point. I remember one farm where uh, a lady had come back to manage the family farm from being away for a couple decades, and and uh, she she was trained in accounting, and she thought nutrients should work like a checking account. And when they got a really good growth year, good moisture, good conditions, they got higher than average yields. And she said, how in the world did we do that? And I said, the, nutri the extra nutrients came from your organic matter. So I, I think that's a great point. Yeah, it's kind of like nature's own natural top dressing. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Thanks, Lyle, Tom, and Warren. Yes, thank you for the help on this, everybody. That's much appreciated and very, very good content coming out here. You can find more information on top dressing in the fertilizer management section at canolaencyclopedia.ca. There's also an excellent article called Top Dress Tips for Nitrogen and Sulfur at canolawatch.org. Canola Watch is a research-based agronomy service from the Canola Council of Canada in cooperation with the Provincial Canola Grower Associations, SAS Canola, Alberta Canola, and Manitoba Canola Growers. Thanks for listening. I'm Jay Wetter.